Can we please use common sense? And good morning, everybody. How are you? Just a quick reminder that seminars are back in full force. Jeff Kelman Seminars, these are problem-solving seminars. And I do these seminars. Um, oh, geez, I've done it over 300 of them, and now we're doing them back on the road because so many people need help. It took two years off between COVID and building a library of great courses. And we've got a seminar coming up in Pearson, Florida, on the 4th and 5th. And anyone within, geez, six, eight, ten hours drives there. I'm more close to obviously, but uh, it's going to be our only Florida location. Um, and then we've got a few more scheduled for uh, next year. We're only going to be doing maybe six to eight, though, a year. We're not doing a ton of seminars at all. Uh, so check out jeffgelmanseminars.com for more information on that. I want to just welcome everyone this morning on Instagram, on Rumble, on Facebook, and on YouTube. My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. And I do these shows every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I really wanted to talk today about uh, working a dog through stress. It's, it's, it's so, there's such a big narrative out there. There's a narrative out there that says, well, you shouldn't do that. It'll destroy the dog. It's a fearful dog. Build trust for that dog first. This is the interesting point, the interesting thing is that you actually you actually can build a relationship through the actual work. I think we want a reflection today. Hold on, let me just push the lights around. Or turn a whole set of lights off. That's even that's even that's even better. So what's interesting though is that um, ambient light. What's really interesting though is that you actually can build a relationship through the work. You actually can build a relationship through the obedience. You actually can build a relationship through um, the rules, through the structure, through the consequences, through the accountability, and obviously through then the also the obedience training. But when you've got a fearful, stressful dog, we actually have a course on that, training a nervous dog. You can go to uh, Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy to see that. But we often work dogs through stress. What we do is we do base, so we get very, very stressful, fearful dogs in dogs that they're not interested in the training, they're not interested in socialization, they're not interested in, in, in they're definitely afraid of being out in public, they're definitely afraid of every noise, of every person. We get that all the time. We have a dog with us now that came in from California, which is 2,700 miles away. Nervous, fearful, shut down dog. That's the way the dog came to us. So the dog was presented to us already nervous, fearful, shut down. Nervous, fearful, shut down. That's how the dog comes to us. People have to keep that in mind that these dogs come to us this way. Like, we didn't create this. We don't create this at all. So when you get a dog like that, what do you do? Well, you do your best 
with your obedience training, your proactive obedience training, you do that. And then what you do is once the dog knows it's baseline obedience training, start adding distractions. But then it's time to take the dog out in public. Now, when you take out a dog out in public, this nervous, fearful, anxious dog, it all comes crashing down on them. And they want nothing more to do than to flee. So that's where your proofing and your accountability and your leveraging your obedience comes in handy. We do this all the time. We've done this thousands and thousands of times. And it doesn't always look pretty. In fact, it never looks pretty. It never looks pretty um, at the beginning and at the middle, frankly. Until you get this uh, aha moment where you're like, wow. For instance, last week, Aries, the dog in question, ran around and played in the backyard with um, three other dogs, I believe, three other dogs, and now goes out in socialization with other dogs all the time, running around and playing. The owner um, made a comment saying, they haven't seen Aerie do this in a year. So it's been one year since Aerie's done play with other dogs. Think about that. So all, so all this work we've been doing now has created a dog that feels more confident that they can actually play. Go figure. Go figure. So with that, what do we got? It's important that folks understand how to do all of their baseline obedience first. Then how to proof. That's why we make these courses. And then how to proof. And we'll be showing this more in the membership course coming up soon. We'll have a membership program on our new website, Solid Canine Academy. And we'll be offering many benefits to that. Patreon is shutting down. We're, we're shutting down our Patreon account, I should, I should say, at the end of this month. And we'll be offering, Joel and I will be offering lots of, lots of helpful training and tips and mini courses and oh, coaching Um you'll be able to give that we're gonna offer you. But let me just show you two photos of what I mean. Two photos of what I mean. Let's go to this photo right here. Now if you look at this photo right here, first of all, this is what happened. We're heading to Mama G's. This is Aries in the back of my truck. Aries didn't know what to do. Got in the back of my truck, didn't know what to do. So we're like, we had to leverage. All right, well, lie down first. Let's do that. Step one, well, step one was walk politely to my truck. When I open up the door, do not rush in. Get in the truck on command. So that's what happened prior to this. Then we sat down. Aries was very nervous about lying down. Angelo was in the back seat. If you see right at the bottom of the picture, that's where Angelo is sitting. Angelo actually took that photo. We're in the front seat, Joel and I. The dog is behind the driver's seat. So then the dog headed down at that point. Okay, so we're leveraging obedience now to get the dog over fear. So the dog sits down, lies down. And 
Now, but you see that dog's eyes? Uh, dog's like not enjoying this. Pa- total panic. Total panic. So then we start, we have taught the double down. Now look at this photo. This is the next slide. This is 30 seconds later. Still not 100% comfortable, but better than this. Correct? So now we're teaching the dog how to be calm in a world of chaos. The photo I don't have is at the cafe, but if you look at our Instagram stories, if you go to our Instagram account, which is obviously Solid Canine Training, go into stories, you'll see Aries at the outdoor cafe. All like snuggled up into a comfortable down. All right? So this looks better, correct? This is Aries with no direction, except for reinforcing it down. This is Aries with being reinforced with the double down. So now we're, what we're doing is we're starting to pattern. We're starting to pattern now. What? We're pattering new commands. We're pattering new states of mind. And then we do this every day somewhere. And this keeps going along with all its obedience that it's doing, all its stopping of unwanted behaviors it's doing, all of its confidence building that it's doing. But this raises confidence. A lot of people say, well, how do I raise, increase the confidence with my dog? This right here. Right there. You've got it. Right there. So I can't stress enough that when you have a nervous, fearful dog, when you have a nervous, fearful dog, it's very, very important with your nervous, fearful dogs that you put baseline obedience on them and then start working them above threshold. Everything you're told not to do by a lot of folks and you'll end up with a confident dog. We do it all the time. Will you end up with a dog that's, that breaks through its fear? We do it all the time. You'll hear that it's wrong. That's okay. That's okay. Rumble says, um, I am looking up. Good morning, good morning to you. Allison, good morning. Another rainy fall day in my slice of Iowa. Yeah, it's been raining here down here in Florida too. Don't worry about it. Raining down here in Florida. Instagram, good morning, everybody on Instagram. How are you? You're watching the replays on everybody. How are you on all the replays? And then also on all the podcast channels. Thank you for joining me on the podcast. Brittany, good morning. Stungabuns, good morning. Two dogs and a dude. Hey, Billy, how are you? Top of the morning. Maggie, I put the shock collar on my one-and-a-half-year-old Mal and a prong on my four-month-old Vishla. Last night, the Vishla didn't want to poop in the freezing rain but it did um, in the carpet instead. I, I had had enough. Okay. Well, the tools, like, the tools don't need to be mentioned. Like, these tools don't even be mentioned. Like, tools are just tools. So what it is is you went out for a potty break. 
But if you took, but if you took Maggie, if you took the dogs out on slip leads, would you have gotten the same results? Probably. Some dogs don't like to poop or pee outside when it's when it's bad conditions. When it's bad conditions. So it's not the tools. Take them out on take take them out on slip leads. To take them out on slip leads next time. If you're just going to the outside of the bathroom, you can still you can still uh, uh, keep your protocols in place of having them like hold command at the door. You know, don't rush through the doors. Walk politely out to the potty spot. Have them go potty. Have them politely go back in. Use an umbrella if you have to. A lot of dogs don't want to poop or pee in the rain. Poop or pee on cold ground. But you, they have to. If you live in a, if you live in a climate that's conducive to cold weather and rain, they're going to have to learn. They're going to have to learn. But it's not about the tools. I'm really trying to get people. Uh, to, we use tools, but we use dog training. The number one thing we use is dog training, and then we communicate that in different ways. And then Maggie says, as soon as I'm, it didn't finish the sentence. So there, Maggie, just let you know. Avi says, good morning, good morning, Avi. How are you? Um, wishing your family um, in Israel um, uh, uh, the best. A really difficult time right now um, in, the, in the world. Um, keep, everybody should keep your head on a swivel today, please. And if you carry, carry up. I'll be carrying extra today. Yes, I will. Long guns come out. Um, good morning, Jeff, from Rachel. Good morning to you. Avi says, thank you. Thank you as well. Um, I would also encourage everybody to read history from many different sources so you get a well-rounded state about what's going on. And um, why am I talking about what's going on over in the Israel-Palestine? Because someone needs to be speaking up. And I won't stay silent, but I won't let it take over my show. All I will say is, please research. Go back thousands of years. Go back thousands of years. Not just to 1948, not just to 1917, 1918. Go back a little bit farther than that. Go back a little bit far more, farther than that. Okay. Also, read your history on Egypt and on Jordan. All right, which is all um, also borders Palestine. So do the research there as well. Obviously, the FBI sent a warning to our synagogue, and they um, there'll be extra presence this weekend, as there should be. And if I lived in any major city right now, I would probably leave. Or not go out. So. I'll stop right there. Um, so getting your dog over fear. Getting your dog over fear is very important because that is a thing 
that so many dogs struggle with. That is a thing that keeps people from living their best life. That is a thing that actually keeps keeps owners from living their best life. So, but I want folks to know that you can get over it. We see it all the time. Don't forget, we've got courses, online courses at Solid Canine Academy. We also have consults that are very powerful at Solid Canine Academy. But let's, again, let's look at injuries. This is stressed, not stressed as much compared to that. This was all just seconds difference. Okay. What do we got over here on Rumble? I'm, I'm looking up. Will you treat separation anxiety in the same way? Um, do we rehab dogs with separation anxiety? A lot of it, yes. We actually hold dogs. So if you have a dog, say, that's whining, barking, trying to get out of a kennel, they are corrected for that. They are corrected for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But there's also a lot of proactive stuff. See, so, so many, so many people I'm looking up just to hear the correction part, but they don't pay attention to the hundreds of hours of reward-based training that we also do. But it's but it's absolutely part of it. Also join my Rumble channel. Um, it's at rumble.com slash solid canine training. Rumble.com slash solid canine training. So make sure you do that. All right. All right, everybody. Let's see what else do we have over here. On um, Let's see. Maggie says, uh, Maggie on YouTube, I'm looking forward to your comment. Da-da-da. Comments on podcast on Rumble. It's actually, I put my first one up, and I'll be getting everyone the link to that. Yes, we live in Minneapolis, so we'll have my head on a scope. Yes, Minneapolis, absolutely. I changed my pistol, but... Um, I have been slacking. Get back out to the range. Get back out to the range. I carry every day. Absolutely. Have your weapons locked and loaded. Some people are anti-gun. They don't want to hear about it, but I choose to live in reality. Alicia Davis, uh, we went to the vet. Yes, let's see. John, Joe, uh, keep cutting out and I have to restart. Might be on my end. Yeah, check that out, John. It might be. It might be on your end. But don't worry, you'll be able to watch the replay, too. Um, Alicia says, uh, we went to the vet yesterday and had him muzzled. And he was growling at the vet. So they took him out of the room. They had said once he was out of the room, they had no issues. Right. So he was probably was resource guarding you. Probably was resource guarding you. Um, no growling, no issues with shots or drawing blood. They were able to look um, him over. He was happy go lucky. So I can see that's something we have to work on. Yeah. He was probably just guarding you. So, so a lot of dogs just do better in vet offices without their owners there. They absolutely do. It's very, very common. Sid says, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sid. How are you? Terry G. How old is Aries? What's his backstory if he used to play? Um, regardless, Aries would, will be opening up on days past with your guidance. Yes. Courtney. Courtney's doing most of the work on this. I don't know all of the exact history, but I'll get it for you because we'll be talking about Aries a lot more. We'll be talking about Aries a lot more. Jeannie says, when my dog is slow to complete a command and fully knows the command, if I put the e-collar on NCS, they should speed up the response to the command. Well, if the dog knows the command, it should not be on NCS. You should be on correction. You should be on correction. But don't 
put the collar on. The dog should already have the collar on, if that makes sense. So I don't want people just putting their collars on because their dogs are not doing well. Have the collar on the dog so you don't miss training opportunities. So you don't miss training opportunities. And then you don't have a collar smart dog. Then you don't have a collar smart dog as well. Okay, let's see, Instagram, we're all set on Instagram. Looking good on Rumble. Jimmy says, yes, that makes sense for CS. Thank you. What's that? You're not doing CS at all. You're going right to correction. So CS is done. If the dog knows the command, NCS is done. Now you go to correction. But leave the collar on. And you're pretty much, if your dog is, if your dog is, understands all of its obedience, but it's just slacking, it's just slacking, then you just need to be, go to correction. No, then correct. And no should be powerful. We have the word no even more powerful than the remote collar with most of the dogs we work with. All right. All right, everybody. We got to head out to the cafe right now to do some more training. Hope everyone has a fantastic and very safe day. And figure out how we're going to be standing up. Robert F. Kennedy isn't is gotten out of the Democratic Party and is becoming independent, which is a good thing. Folks need to get involved. Folks need to get involved and start with your school board, start with different city commissions, start with Neighborhood Watch. It's a lot of things a lot of people can do. All right. Take care, everybody. Have a good day, Jeff. See you guys in Tennessee. Thank you, DB. If you haven't gotten your ticket yet, get your ticket. Also tell as many people about our seminars as you can. Spread the spread the wealth about our channels, channels, and our Instagram, Facebook, YouTube channels as well. Like them, hit your notifications, follow us, comment. Love to love to keep in touch and stay in touch with all of you. Look into our coaching. We've got great coaching programs. All right. Take care, everybody. Madly in love with you. We'll see everybody tonight on the What Would Jeff Do show. Bye now.